Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Thursday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is a free uh, in the App Store and the download store, you have free in the App Store, whatever, on your smart speaker and driving and on the old car radio. On this Thursday, National Coffee Day, can I ask you ladies what, um, how many cups of coffee you have in a day? During the week, for me, it's two. I have this traveler that I bring to the station, and I make two cups in it. So during the show, I drink both of them. But on the weekend, I would say like it's just one. Yeah, I mm. don't drink coffee every day. I do sometimes, and sometimes I don't. Like I go through spurts where like, yeah, I really want a coffee. And I don't drink coffee here at the show or before I come to work. I drink coffee when I go home. So Mm. I usually am like an afternoon coffee drinker. Um, And I have it probably like with my lunch typically. And on the days that I do drink coffee, I'm drinking one to two cups. Um, on the days that I'm not, I'm just like not having anything. So coffee at lunchtime seems weird to me. <laughs> it's just like it's kind of too late for me now. <laughs> the yeah, ship has I, sailed. <laughs> I've never met anybody in this job who doesn't have coffee while they're doing their their show. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, You're the I, first person I've ever met who doesn't drink coffee during the show. Honestly, coffee doesn't wake me up. I drink it because no. I like the way that it tastes. Because mm. um, I will have a coffee and then I will immediately nap afterwards. What? <laughs> See, I'm the total total opposite. Coffee wakes me up. And I don't care how it tastes. (laughs) I'll drink anything because I don't have that palate for knowing what is good or bad coffee. Fancy coffee. I don't. Like, I don't have it. If you put six coffees in front of me, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one was the blah, 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 roast from the blah, 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 mountains of blah, blah, Mm -hmm. versus the swill at the bottom of the coffee pot. I wouldn't be able to know. I think Stu's a bit of a coffee snob. I am. If you put uh, (laughs) McDonald's and Tim Hortons in front of me, I'll tell you blindfolded which one is which. Mm -hmm. Seriously? Totally. McDonald's coffee is so much better than Tim's. Okay, so you told me something that I didn't know. I didn't realize that McDonald's bought Tim's old coffee recipe. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. So that's why McDonald's now has the good coffee. So what does Tim's have? They uh, just some like new, some second rate. Yeah, <laughs> some new recipe that I, I would assume they thought was going to be better. Well, really? it's, a, it's a big American company that thinks they know what they're doing, and they are not. They don't know what they're, they're doing. Because mm. I'm going to go on a mini rant here, but Tim Hortons has, has gone way off the track. They haven't gone back to what made them famous. They're trying to be everything to everybody. You can't be everything to everybody. We don't play music for everybody. We play music for a certain demographic. Stay in your lane. Okay. Tim's. <laughs> they're, they're becoming Joe Fresh with the clothing, <laughs> new clothing lines yeah, all the right. time. You know, they're like a sandwich shop and a soup shop. And and then they have the bad coffee now. See, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I just assumed that they all had well, good it's, coffee. Well, it's not bad coffee. It's just not good coffee. It's not as good as the old one that yes. McDonald's now owns. Not yeah. as good. Okay. If you have the option. But what about, like, you must drink all kinds of, like, fancy Italian coffees yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you have, like, espressos and stuff all the time. Well, That's I, start I think a, you're a snob. I, I start every day, I am, uh, with an espresso, an Italian-made espresso. And then I uh, will have a, a fresh-made uh, coffee after that. And then I'll have an espresso after my afternoon nap to get me through the afternoon. So you're, like, a three-a-day kind of yeah. guy? Yeah. 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 Two espressos and, and then one big coffee. So after your nap, you have an espresso to wake up. Yes. And that's not too late in the day to keep not you up. Not at all. No. Not at all. Because what time of that would that be? Uh, around 2, 2.30. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, See, I, like I can drink coffee like with dinner. You could? <laughs> yeah, I have and I do. Oh, my God. Well, you also go to bed very late, though. I'd be wired for uh, that. No, I don't. 
You you go to bed what ten ten thirty? That's because he goes 10. to bed at seven, Janelle. <laughs> yes, you go to bed late because it's past seven. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move One Hundred. All right, all right, all right. Gather around the old radio machine for another mind blowing useless fact. This time about the human body. I know a lot about our bodies, right? Yeah. The yes. human the human body contains. I'm going to ask you guys a question. How much? In kilometers, does a human body have in blood blood vessels? In kilometers. In human body, blood vessels in kilometers. If you had to guess. Take a guess, Janelle. I'm never good at these number (laughs) guesses. (laughs) Janelle's uh, clocked in at 100. Angie? 20 kilometers. No. The human body has about 60, uh, sorry, 97,000 kilometers of blood vessels. 97,000? Yes. Okay. That's correct. You can My Google that. My 20 was way off. Yes. <laughs> My 100 was way off. I thought I was overestimating, too. 97,000 Col- kilometers. kilometers. Correct. If you lined up all the blood vessels in our yeah. body. That sounds like we're in just entirely made of blood vessels. Yeah. Seriously. We're like big, like giant bean bags. <laughs> you know, like those bean bag chairs with all the tiny little dots in them. That's crazy. That is wild. Wow. Okay. That's got to be a 10. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's Come on, eight. Janelle. I'm going to give you an eight. I was pretty impressed by that this morning. Thank you. Uh, Angie? I'll give it a nine. There you go. Thank you very much. To the scores, we go a 10 0 30. A 10 from Sassy, Sassy Kathy. There you go. Uh, no longer awesome, Anthony, because you downgraded him, apparently. What is he now? He's uh, he's just Anthony. He's just okay, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> um, he uh, is giving you a five. <laughs> See, and this is this is what I mean when I say people are just giving you good scores to stay in the Hall of Fame. Bitterman, 10, to stay in the Hall of Fame. You do oversell mind-blowing. No, that's a mind-blowing fact. My number one favorite fan, my neurotic mama, gives me a 10. She, I know she loves coffee as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hall of Famer, Handsome Dave, is, says it is mind-blowing, and he's giving you a 10. Oh, I like that this person's kind of updated their name. The bloody awesome Sharon the Tired. Oh, yes. (laughs) Giving you a nine this morning. She was impressed. Thank you. Uh, A dump truck Dave, good buddy of mine, 9.5. Thank you. Wow. Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman, Ghost Rider, liked it. They say, wow, two days in a row, solid, amazing, and useless facts. Another 10 from them. Wow. Okay. Uh, 10 from Turtley Sharon. It says, what? Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. You impress the people. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? song's going to be trending at the top of the charts all over again because it's one of those songs you haven't heard in a while, but uh, it comes back around when you hear surprising news like this. Coolio, a rapper, singer of that song, one of the biggest names during the 1990s uh, with hits like that, has passed away at 59 years of age. Oh, that's young. So young. How do you do that? How? Well, there, it's not immediately clear and not officially confirmed. It's a suspected heart attack. Um, I guess he was at a friend's place, and uh, that's where it happened. But, again, it's not officially confirmed. That's just what's suspected at this time. But 
59. Wow. Yeah. When he, so young. It's funny. Like when he wrote that song for the movie Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Remember that yeah, movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember. He wrote it and he said he never anticipated it was going to become the blow up hit that it ended up being. And he said like it wasn't even that hard to write. Like he said really? the song just kind of wrote itself, just kind of ah. spewed out of him. And it was just like this surprise massive hit that he just. Uh, it was, was such a good song. Hung his hat on for years for sure. So, uh, other surprising news that I saw yesterday, and I went, wow, that's crazy. Katie Couric uh, revealed that she, over the summer, was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh. And she admitted that she had been putting off a mammogram for more than six months when it was detected. So, she fears what would have happened if she had put it off any longer than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she said, you know what? Why am I telling you this? Well, because she is the screen queen of colon cancer. We all remember. Yeah. She very famously... Uh, uh, underwent her own colonoscopy on the Today Show live on the air after she lost her first husband, Jay Monahan, to colon cancer at 42. Um, so she wanted to really get that message out, the teachable moment of you could save a life and get your screenings done. So now she said uh, for her breast cancer, uh, over the course of the summer, she underwent a lumpectomy and radiation treatments. Uh, she's doing okay now. But she says, so now I'm updating my message. Get your colonoscopies and your mammograms and yeah. don't put them off. Yeah. So You have to look after yourself. I know the yeah. hospital system is, is crooked right now, but you have to take time for your health. Well, and that is the problem is all of these procedures are Can't pushed back yeah. so much right mm-hmm. now. And you know, as we see, time is of the essence. You know, every month yeah. matters. So. Scary stuff. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. You know, every once in a while it happens where your partner, your significant other, inevitably heads off on a... Maybe a guy's weekend, maybe a girl's weekend away. And, you know, you have your own domain to yourself. (laughs) What's that like? And that's the thing. Like, I mean, we love them. And, you know, you're happy when they come home and the whole thing. But it's really kind of nice to have some me time, you know, at home, alone, in your space. So the thing we're talking about this morning is how differently do you sort of maybe eat or live when your partner is out of town. I'm heading into this weekend oh. this way because my hubby is going on a guy's fishing weekend with a bunch of his buddies uh, up at a cottage. And so I'm like kind of excited to have the bed all to myself. Like I'm just going to sprawl out and take up all the real estate in the bed, all the pillows, all the blankets, and just all the snacks and binge all the... Guilty pleasure shows that I like to watch that he doesn't get. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, just, and you don't have to hear anything about it either. Right. And I'm like, why do you watch this? It's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so how do you operate when you get that uh, sort of golden unicorn weekend away? <laughs> I, I'm kind of confused because I have no idea what to do when my wife and children leave the house because I'm, I'm never alone in this house. And I'm like, do I order pizza? Do I get a bucket of bird? Like, I don't know what to do. A bucket of bird. <laughs> what is a bucket of bird? KFC. Oh. <laughs> a bird in a bucket. Uh, so you you actually, you just like get flustered and don't know what to do? You don't enjoy uh, it? Well, I try to, but I, I, I'm i like, do I get a pizza with bacon and extra sausage? Like, what do I do? And I, I, I go around for an hour before I figure out what I want to do. And finally, I end up with like craft dinner. <laughs> and what, a beer. What do you physically do, though, like outside of just the food thing? Well, nothing that's different from the everyday in my house. I'll sit and watch whatever, like The Sopranos for the 20th time. Mm-hmm. 
and just binge watch and sit you, on the couch. That's what I want to do. Do you do that naked? No. <laughs> I'm the master of my own domain. What's wrong with you, Janelle? She's trying hey, to get a visual. I'm just trying to just try to see how people let go. And like, I mm-hmm. bet there are people out there who want to just be like that when if their kids aren't there why not oh my god you'd (laughs) run through the house like kevin when he's home alone you know like ah, he's like running up and down the hallways just like i'm home alone exactly (laughs) you know what um i'm the one who leaves and goes away on like weekends adam Mm. has never since we moved in together he has not had a single weekend where he has been away and i have had the place to myself oh man so i know what he does he always gloats about what he's going to do when I leave and I'm gone for the weekend. He's like, I'm going to order sushi and I'm going to sit in my ugly sweats that you hate. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to play my video games and I'm going to be on calls with my buddies and I'm going to be screaming and yelling and I'm going to smoke. And I'm like, OK. Oh, my God. He's going. He's wilding. <laughs> of course, now he has a dog to take care of. So it's a little mm. bit different. But yeah. I mean, he still does all of those things while also taking the dog out. But. Yeah, I'm jealous. Every time I plan to be away for a while, he's like having the best time of his life. <laughs> no, but then you call and they're like, I really miss you. <laughs> and, and toward the end of the weekend when I'm like driving back, he's yeah. like, oh, like I really miss yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it always happens that way. What I always find is it's so funny. Like I always look forward to, you know, the, the time alone and the whole thing. But I find like when he's away, he gets sucky. You know what I mean? Really? Like he looks forward to all these weekends or whatever. But then all weekend long, I'm getting the text like, miss you guys. What are you doing? <laughs> he's just go. no 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 he's covering his bases is what he's doing <laughs> i'm like go fish like have fun but uh so that's what we're asking you like how and actually some of your answers are super funny that we're already going through on the facebook page how differently do you eat or live or just kind of operate when your partner is out of town Give us a call, 750-1100, or you can text it in at 10-0-30. Well, it doesn't happen all the time, but when you get the chance to have the house to yourself because your partner is maybe out of town for a night or two, how do you celebrate? And we're talking, you know, the foods that you eat, the ways that you act, the way you just live in your house is different when you're alone. Mm-hmm. I love Bridget's answer on her Facebook page. She says, my daughters and I always get Indian takeout when my husband is out of town. He's not a fan, and we love it. Yeah, we do that with the Thai food and like spicy as all spicy because my husband doesn't like the spice. Ah. <laughs> so, But a lot of you said that same kind of thing, that you eat very differently in that you all of a sudden are not making the big meals. Like you're having like a bowl of cereal or a bowl of soup because like he's not there. So you just kind of eat the way you want to eat. Yeah, Jennifer said that this weekend she uh, had a summer to herself and dinner was an enormous bowl of freshly picked steamed yellow beans. <laughs> like, what? In what world is just a bowl of beans dinner? <laughs> In the world when you're alone and no one can judge you, I guess. It's so true. When I used to live alone, like that's my last recollection of having my own time. I remember eating like saltine crackers and um, cheese whiz for dinner. Oh, I've totally done that. <laughs> totally. No shame in that. You just feel no shame. Like you just don't feel obligated to yeah. to make a big meal. So for you sure. don't. Yeah. Um, or you could just go the total opposite way. We love this text that came in uh, to ten zero thirty, and she says this. Last time my husband was away, I took my myself out on an expensive dinner date at my favorite fine dining restaurant. I dressed up, I wined and dined myself, I read a book, and I just loved it. Amazing. <laughs> what a great idea. Instead of ordering the takeout, take yourself yeah. out. 
Treat yourself. <laughs> I like mm. it. That's a great idea. I never mm-hmm. thought of that. Yeah. yeah. You uh. would never go out and eat alone. You wouldn't do I it. I totally would. You would? Would you? I have my phone. Uh, that's, yeah, all yeah. that's all you need in life is your partner, your phone. <laughs> this was also texted into us at 10 30 and says, you know, when my husband goes away, very rare occurrence, but what I do is a deep clean of the house and I reorganize things the way that I like them. Oh, <laughs> That's yes. the catch there. I'm like, who's cleaning and doing work when your partner's oh, gone? But- a deep clean is so satisfying, though. Mm-hmm. And you would, like, enjoy it and relax in so much. And you know what? I'd also throw into that, like, a deep clean of yourself. This is your chance to be ugly, you know? <laughs> like, do all the face masks and yes. the hair masks and all the things that make you look like a zombie when you're walking around the house that you try to hide, like... Full on. Do that, and then you look fabulous when they come home. Right? Just a full on seaweed wrap. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Almost three decades after that original film premiered back in 1993, we all know this time of year you have to watch Hocus Pocus. Of course. Come yeah, on. It's like a regular. It's like, you know, like how we have Christmas movies we watch every year. This is the Halloween movie you watch every year. Oh, look at his face. He's never seen it. He doesn't even know it. what we're talking about. So yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. Brett, like Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I, know yeah. I know. So anyway, now, three decades later, the sequel is finally coming to Disney Plus tomorrow. So this picks up 29 years after the first movie as now three young women accidentally bring the Sanderson sisters back, but now to modern day Salem. Oh, okay. (laughs) That should be be interesting. interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So they were all out for the premiere, walking the red carpet. Just cool to see them back together again this many years later. So looking forward to that. And If someone could please answer us on this, we would love to know. So we have seen everywhere, I mean, everywhere they're telling this story, that McDonald's has finally launched Happy Meals for adults. What? Why do we need Happy Meals? Because it's so fun. You get it in a box and it comes with a toy for adults. Oh, we're such sheep. You You can get a Big Mac. You can get 10-piece nuggets with your meal. And what is included with it is you're going to get the old school mascots, like the throwback, little figurines of like the Hamburglar, Grimace, and all of those. But like, we don't know if that's going to be here at McDonald's in Canada because sometimes they do these promos like in the U.S., but we don't get it. Right, that's true. So My I'm question wondering. is, is it like, what's an adult Happy Meal? Like, is the food bigger? Like, is there more food? No, it or- just comes in a fun box with a toy. <laughs> like, and it's 30 bucks. <laughs> Makes me happy. I don't know. I'll sometimes yeah. get a Happy Meal just because, because it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. I remember it used to be, though, that they were really sticklers on the Happy Meal. Like, you had to show that you had a kid with you in no, order to be really? able to order one. What? Years ago. Years and years and years ago, yeah. Okay. But now, anyone can can get a happy yeah. meal. Yeah, so. you can go and order 10 happy meals if you want. But it's a nice light snack. They're small. But yeah. now it's like an adult size in and a box. Like when you're not hungry, like when you're not that hungry. And listen, yeah. kids do not want yogurt because they put yogurt in those happy meals. Kids don't want that. Yeah, my kid eats it. He likes it. Yeah, my kids, my my kids, my nieces and nephews love yogurt. Oh yeah, they love the yogurt too. Yeah, Yeah. the apple slices weren't a big Mm -hmm. hit. The yogurt is a bit better. But (laughs) if anyone knows if we're getting these adult Happy Meals to Canada, McDonald's as well, we need to know. 
like text us at 10 30 please all mcdonald's employees let us know <laughs> and that's what's trending brought to you by the donnelly automotive group it's time are you ready word wars on move 100 all right all right all right janelle who's made the cut Today we have on the line with us Tanya and Joel. Stu, you and Joel will play first this morning. Good morning, Joel. Did you bring your A-game today? Oh, I only have an A-game. Okay. <laughs> I love the confidence. And Janelle, what are the categories? So thank you to Angel Garant for sending in our categories this morning. We have things you read or things you watch. Oh, watch. All right. Things you watch in three, two, one. It's a TV uh, 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 what's you're watching a TV? A show. Yes, and you're watching. They play a lot of uh, like what's Wheel of Fortune? That's a game show. Yes, and uh, we're having a big Santa uh, uh, with uh, parade. Yes, and uh, the amazing race. Yes, and what are you doing right now on the sh- on the show? A game. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, you go to see Tom Hanks in what? In a Move. in a. Yeah, yeah, movie on the my, buzzer. Yeah. Okay, Stu, you don't make the call. Oh, I, I am the moderator. <laughs> and yes, it was on the buzzer. Good job. All right, so now you got uh, five. So hang on the line, and uh, we'll see how that holds up. And we'll go to Tanya. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hi, how are you today? I'm excellent. Good. All right, so Tanya, we have to pretty much be perfect here, okay? Okay. Uh, we can do it. All right, our category is? Things you read. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to write you a love letter. Yes, and I'm going to read a newspaper. No, uh, no, like, but you're opening up a book. Yep. Uh, and you follow this to make food. You follow Recipe. the. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to send you a text. Message. Yeah. And uh, so you said at the Ottawa Sun and Citizen. Newspaper. Yeah. And you need these to put together furniture. You need to. Yep. Uh, and this is a type of book. It's uh, like paperback, like a. I'm going to write a... Note? Ah, Novel. novel. But you guys got six. Ah! I thought they had six. (laughs) Do they not? Uh, No. Ask the moderator. He didn't get play or sunset. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you guys had six. All right, so we did it. There you go, Tanya. Solid game. Well done. Thank you. So we're going to send you to the movies, Tanya. We've got a pair of passes and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas for you. Tickets and showtimes at LandmarkCinemas.com. Thank you so very much. Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. On today's best variety, Move 100. Take a sip of the nectar of the gods this morning. <laughs> Delicious coffee. Mm, it's National Coffee Day, everybody. Do you have some in your mug right now? There's a lot of people, though, actually, that don't love the taste of coffee. Yeah. What? It, yeah. Honestly, think about the first time you ever had coffee and how you kind of had to acclimatize your palate to said coffee. Mm-hmm. It's- like kids still have not figured out to like it. Like, they still like the idea of the flavored stuff that I put in mine, because that smells good. But when they taste it, they're like, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> We're Not good. for me. But, I mean, there's a lot of teenagers that actually do drink coffee. So, like, how early did you start? I was in college when I started, and it was over, like, out of necessity. I'd be driving back to school after visiting my family. It'd be way too late. I'd be like, I need to pick me up on the road. And my sister was the one who told me she's, because I said, I don't like coffee. I didn't like the taste of it. I couldn't stand it. 
She said, get a half hot chocolate, half coffee, mm. and, and that'll kind of help warm you up to the idea, and it has, and since, like, now I would find that to be way too sweet. Right. <laughs> uh, my kids, especially my daughter, Isabella, she loves coffee. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, we got a text here at 10 30 started drinking the good old espresso as young as age 15. Growing up with an Italian family was somewhat of a norm to drink the strong coffee. Ever since, I've been drinking coffee forever. Sometimes it's needed more than others. So mm-hmm. when did your kids start, then? If you got your Italian family going on well, here. Well, uh, both my kids are very young, like uh, three, four years old. They would have a little sip of coffee from their grandfather. <laughs> wow. A little sip, not a full cup. Yeah. I got onto the coffee chain like really late in life, I think. Like I was like, I think late 20s. I was already working, like getting up at three in the morning to do like a morning show for TV. Mm-hmm. And I was the only person on that entire show and crew that didn't drink coffee. And they used to make fun of me for it. They're like, we don't know how you function. You're nuts. <laughs> and so like, I, I kind of like the idea. And then like all of my co-hosts would go every day after the show and they'd all go for a coffee together. So mm-hmm. then I kind of had like FOMO. I'm like, well, I want to go for coffee, but I don't like coffee. <laughs> so I started to like coffee, but, um, and then now like, I can't imagine starting my day without a cup or two. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't really still love the taste of it, (laughs) but I do like the jolt I get. (laughs) What it does to your body. It's such a, uh, to me, I can't start a day without coffee. Mm -hmm. I like the taste of it because of the cream and the sugar. (laughs) Yeah, I could never drink it black. No, thank you. I can't drink black coffee. No, not for me. It's got all You guys don't know what you're missing. Mm -hmm. It's, It's so good black. That's no. delicious. A rocket fuel. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Well, we've been talking about the fact that it's National Coffee Day, and we were talking about this earlier in the week. But just in case you missed it, today is the day that Tim's drops their new line of merchandise. They're really getting into the clothing business. <laughs> Second time they've dropped merch. Yeah, they got the Beebs merch. They have now this merch. Uh, it's the Tim's Run Club. So they call it the only running club with no running. So <laughs> they said thousands of Canadians are members of the Tim's Run Club without even knowing it. They make a daily run before work, at lunch, before the drive home for their Tim's. It's a Tim's Run, right? That's what people yeah. say. So now they've released, as of today, in honor of National Coffee Day, their line of athletic wear for your Tim's run. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's kind cute. of fun. <laughs> it's uh, like hats and windbreakers and even like slides uh, with the Tim's Run logo on it. And, and in fact, their windbreaker goes so far as to have a padded elbow on the left-hand sleeve and an insulated arm so that when you put your arm out the window to get your coffee and pay, you can do that in comfort and warmth. <laughs> Think about it. This is the kind of stuff that, like, in 50 plus years from now, this is going to be a collector's item. Oh, yeah. You know, like, this is going to be worth something. They're going to mass produce this stuff. No, it'll be (laughs) limited quantities for sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, And this dinosaur is one that needs no introduction. I love you. You love me. Why? We're a happy family. Your immediate response is exactly why. Yeah. So Barney and friends, of course, captivated this whole generation of children while annoying their parents with that theme song. But the dancing purple dinosaur had this kind of wholesomeness around him. He was beloved by children, but he came up, became like a flashpoint for violence. Like people were so badly triggered by Barney the dinosaur, they did resort to violence over it. And I mean, there were violent video games and just videos in general that came out of people like 
you know, doing bad things to stuffies of Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> so they've put together this documentary that kind of chronicles the rise and fall of Barney the Dinosaur. And they go back and they have the guy who did the voice of Barney. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like talking. <laughs> when he talks, you're like, oh my God, that's so him. But he's just like, I, they, they don't understand how so much hate came from something that was supposed to be just so wholesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this actually, the documentary looks really good. And I didn't know how bad and how violent and how triggered people had gotten over wow. Barney. But the documentary is called, I Love You, You Hate Me. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I would never, like, uh, reserve to violence, obviously. But oh. I hated that thing. Yeah. I mean, some people whose kids were really into it were really like, oh, please, not there's another a, episode. There's a DVD of Barney, VHS, that, or sorry, VHS of Barney that I watched every day oh really every day i would come home and i'd watch see i it. wonder how your parents feel about yeah. barney then they hate him <laughs> right <laughs> anyway the documentary is coming out october 12th and that'll be a must-see <laughs> and that's what's trending brought to you by defalco's for brewers and winemakers i got the feels and it feels good it's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. angie's all the feels on move 100 A five-year-old Hamilton, Ontario boy battling brain cancer had just one request. He wanted to see the monsters. So Alex was first diagnosed with a brain tumor at just 10 months old. And his mother, Kira, said the five years since that uh, initial diagnosis have been, of course, challenging in and out of the hospital for years now. And earlier this month, doctors delivered the devastating news to the family that Alex's treatment has stopped working. His cancer is now considered terminal. So they were told their son has weeks, even days to live. So Paula Anderson, who is a family friend, visited the family soon after they received that news. And during that visit, little Alex expressed his deep desire to see the monsters. So they had taken Alex to haunted houses around the Niagara area from time to time. He loved that kind of stuff and he really wanted to go back but with his health they weren't able to travel that far. And so that's when their friend Paula said she had an idea. If Alex couldn't go see the monsters in Niagara, she would bring the monsters to him. So she posted a local Facebook group asking the neighborhood to maybe dress up in costume, arrive at the family street in Hamilton. Just 48 hours later was what they were proposing for this little mini Halloween parade. Not a lot of notice, Mm -hmm. but time is, of course, of the essence for Alex. And so the Facebook group started growing and growing, and they thought probably a lot of people were just curious, expecting, you know, some would never actually come, though. They were expecting maybe 100 people. So instead that day... A thousand people all dressed up as witches and wizards and werewolves and ghosts and skeletons all arrived on Alex's street. Wow. And when he and his parents showed up, they were speechless, just blown away. Kira, his mom, says she will never forget that afternoon carrying her son through the crowds of monsters, (laughs) watching him give them all high fives and pose for photos with them. Alex was so happy, and she said it made memories that we will keep forever. He continues to look at pictures and videos from his big monster day. So with Halloween quickly approaching, of course, they are praying that he's still with them for Halloween because he loves it so much. Uh, She said every day is, of course, crucial at this point. They just want to make him happy for as long as they get to keep him, she said. And they never stop hoping for a miracle, but... 
five years old. That's yeah. heartbreaking. Mm. But like, honestly, that whole neighborhood, thousand people showing up all dressed mm-hmm. up for him. Perfect strangers. Yeah. Wonderful. Great story. That's all the feels on Move 100.